This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. My name is Jessica. I'm here with my best friend, Laurie Wallace. Hey, y'all. And today we're going to be talking about up-leveling to your next level. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to get into this, but before we do, we want you to, first of all, thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for sticking through. Um, We have now been recording this for a year now. Amazing. Our, um, our anniversary of like our first episode release isn't until later, but this has been a year in the making, Laurie. Yeah. So for everyone who has been with us through this journey, thank you so much. We seriously can't thank you enough. So cool. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) So you can like, rate, review, share. Um, we also have the Patreon. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook and just see what we're up to. We have a lot of exciting workshops and retreats that we're getting into, and we would love for you to be a part of it and hang out with us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so who's our Badass of the Week? So this week's Badass of the Week is uh, a lady that knows a thing or two about leveling up. Mm-hmm. Um Her name is Katrina Wu, and Katrina is the founder of the Inspired Mindset Collective, which is this really amazing community of people that have come together to work on their mindset and therefore up-level their lives and take it to the next level. Because, man, like, we've all got goals and things that we're shooting for, but if you're not enjoying the process of the journey to get you there, then what is the point anyway? And Katrina's organization does such a great job of, like, educating educating people on real life tools that you can use every single day that are going to help you up level your life. And it's also so cool because a lot of the things that she teaches are not things that take a long time. Like they're mindset shifts that you can do immediately and you see immediate results in your world. Yeah. Um, Katrina and I, you know, Katrina, obviously much better than I do, but when Katrina and I have talked, it's about like, little shifts like in your morning routine and how to prime yourself for the day Mm. and just those little tiny things that you can do that make a big difference in getting through the day and living your life. And it's so cool. I also love her because she has like all of the things that other people are like, oh, I don't have time to do all of this stuff because fill in the blank. Katrina's got all that, you know, like she's got kids, she's got a family, she's got a husband, she's got a job. Like she has all of the things that keep her um, busy, divided. Yeah. (laughs) And busy. And she still like commits time to getting up and sticking to her morning routine. And she still makes time to like Medicate, medicate, meditate. <laughs> Sorry, and, Katrina. Yeah, right? <laughs> Wrong words. Um, and she's like invests in herself. So it's so inspiring to watch somebody make content for other people that's like hugely impactful and powerful. And I'm like, wow, watch it, Katrina, go. And then the next thing I know, she's going to a five day meditation retreat to just work on herself, you know? 
Which is why she has something to offer is because she's constantly refilling her own cup. So, Katrina, we are so excited to honor you as Badass of the Week. Let's get you on this podcast. We can't wait to talk to you about all of the things. Yes, girl. So, let's get into what it means to up-level. Okay. Up-leveling. I like this conversation. Um, And for me, well, this is kind of broad and deep. I mean, there's, I guess, different facets and ways that you can up level. But for me, like across the board, no matter where in your life you're up leveling, it's just about, um, elevating yourself. Um, and for me, I think it mostly has to do with the people you surround yourself with. Um, but that's that's just me. Um, what about you? I mean, I think up leveling it. Well, that you can up level in so many different areas, right? Mm-hmm. And that when you up level your, it, it always comes back to vibration. Dang it! Like I hate to always make it about that, but that when you're able to raise your vibration as you're doing the thing, if the thing is, I want to up level my health. You know, like, how can I raise my vibration when it's time for me to make food or when it's time for me to go do the movement or when it's time for me to, like, breathe deeply and spend time outside in the sunshine? Mm -hmm. Like, so, and then if it's about your career or your job, okay, so how does my career or my job make me feel? And if it's not good, then I've got to figure out ways to shift that, shift my mindset, shift what's happening around my career, you know, in order to make it feel good. So this idea that, like, things are supposed to feel good in my vibration, in my body, in my world as I'm doing them. And if there's not, then that's when it's time to like up level that situation and figure out what makes me feel good. So then I can follow through on those things. And interestingly enough, like following those cues is what brings it up a level. Yeah. It's so frustrating because when I think about it, it really is like turning on the light switch you know, or like waking up all of a sudden. And when you say it like that, it makes it sound like it's really easy and it is really easy, but it is this, like, you have to believe in your up level. It's, it's layered, layered and complicated because it's not just always about you. Other people might be involved. Almost always other people are involved and you've got to like reconcile yourself with this idea of like when you're leveling up are the people involved leveling up with you are they treading water mm-hmm. are they working against your up level like what does that mean because if we're just talking about like and i mean your parents are right dude you are who you hang with and mm-hmm. that you become this median average of the vibration of all the people that you spend the most time with or that you're interacting with on the regular that are raising and lowering your vibration. Like how uh, sensitive are you to the vibes that other people put off? Because part of that just becomes like this mental toughness thing where like somebody can throw their garbage vibration at you and you can be like, oh, that's cute. Like moving on, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, And on a different layer, though, like if the people that you're hanging out with have things figured out that you're still learning and they encourage and challenge you to be better in whatever way you're working on and they give you examples and they support you and they, you know, like bring you along for the ride, they're literally helping you raise your vibration around this situation. And so then you're reaching and striving and you see what's possible, you know? Mm -hmm. 
So, but that also means that you have to have the humility to swim in a bigger pond. I feel that because I'm going through that right now. Talk to me about that. <laughs> like, I'm really excited about this. So, well, okay. So obviously COVID ruined the world. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's getting canceled yeah. and all the cool shit that we used to be able to do, we're not exactly able to do anymore or in the way that we used to. So I was scheduled to go to a really big hair show that I was really excited about. And you've been to this show, Laurie. Like, it's an amazing networking event. And it just feels really good to be with people in your industry, other creatives who get it. I was so excited to see everybody again. Like, it's such a freaking bummer. I I was just, I was thrilled. And the idea of getting on an airplane and going somewhere. (laughs) I know. I haven't been on an airplane (laughs) since March of 2020. Yeah. And my soul is like dying for some travel right now. So, um, unfortunately that gig fell through and which I was only going as a spectator anyway, I wasn't participating. I wasn't involved with the show. I was just going to watch and to learn and to meet people and be like, okay, great. Had a great time. I'm going to go back and hopefully be full of inspiration. Well, then... I got a text message from, and if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, um, from Gino Chapman. Badass of the week. Was a badass of the week a while ago. He was a guest on our show and he sent me a text message, um, actually inviting the both of us to the Midwest Hairstyling Awards and to be present and to work and help out. Right. And I was like, oh, this actually seems a lot cooler, you know? And it happened that, like, these two events were weekends back-to-back, right. you know? And um, I told him, I said, well, this actually works out because this hair show is canceled. And he actually had no idea. He was like, oh, my God, it was. I'm I was same. like, yes, I know. And I was like, Lori didn't even know it was canceled. I didn't. And I was like, what? Um, so I said, so it looks like I have some time yeah. and some money because I need to credit my airline ticket somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I am really excited to go and to be with other creatives who are completely out of my league and who, and I know what you're going to say, Laurie, don't say it. I don't say anything. Okay. Maybe not out of my league. Check yourself. Rephrase that statement. I am excited to go somewhere where I can learn from people that inspire you. Inspire me. And, um, You can play at their level. I can play at their level. It's really hard to constantly be in a situation where, um, and I love my team, it's difficult to be the one that everyone looks to when you're not gaining any inspiration. Right. And I feel like I'm constantly failing them all the time because I feel like they come to me for these things. And when I'm not feeling inspired, I'm really not all that helpful. You have to fill your cup. Yes. Yes. And my cup has not been filled in a very, very long time. So the fact that this opportunity to go hang out and work, guys, we're talking about celebrity hairdressers that like 
work all around the world. Um, Peter Gray will be there. He will. And... I mean, Lupe Voss will be Lupe there. Voss Leslie Monsil will yes. be there. Like, there's, I mean, the roster goes on and on and yes, on. You know, like, like the the amount of people who are going to be there who can help me shift is going to be, I think, exactly what I needed. Right, and um, I'm very excited to go. Yay. So you're going to go help out backstage I'm and do make media for Badass Ladies Club yes. at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards. Yes. And so you guys like Congratulations. Look out That's on so our, I know. And Laurie's not coming with me. Dang it. But I'm going to be there by myself, um, but not by myself because I'm going to be there. You're going to be there with your friends. People. Yeah. And I'm going to get those people on this podcast. No doubt. Because we're going to meet face to face. And it's, gonna it's be going so cool. to be awesome. All these celebrity artists. And um, I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. Well, and thank you, universe, yeah. for closing one door and opening another door, you know, yeah. like it's um, well, because the hair show I was just going to go and watch. Right. Which would have been great. Which would have been amazing because it's a great and experience. this is great in a totally different way that yeah. you weren't even expecting. And the fact that I was like unprompted. Yes. Messaged. Yeah. And. You know, it was an opportunity brought to you. Yes. Yeah. I didn't have to apply to f have that opportunity. Nope. I didn't feel, you know, because what you guys like may or may not know about these things, whether it be fashion week or these kinds of shows and stuff. Usually you have to apply to like be on these kinds of teams. Um, or you just know who you or know you just and know you, who you know. You and build you relationships asked. is what. Right. You know, like so having this opportunity brought to you has more to do with the fact that you've been building relationships with people who also are creatives in your field, who you're inspired by and like to learn from. Like, and this is, you know, for all the shit that we talk about social media, this is one of the things this about social media that's really excellent because this podcast gives us a platform to reach out to people that we're inspired by that maybe we don't know on a, Hey, how are you doing? Want to come hang out while I do the show backstage basis and things evolve in that direction because we're building relationships. And that Thank is powerful. You. Yes. And I was about to bring that up for our listeners. Anyone who, I mean, because I used to be that person. I used to yeah. watch the, all these people that we have talked to on this podcast, Gino Chapman, James Vincent, Michael Tavellis, yeah. um, Jeffrey Scott, all these people who are, who I was like, wow, their talent is way out of my league. And I'm just some little peon hairdresser who like, you know, I, I can't, you know, talk to these people or play at their level. They're busy and famous and, you know, all these things. Um, when we created this platform and we were able to get these people on the show and build these relationships, I was like, had it not been for Badass Ladies Club and having this podcast, I would have never had the guts to message these people right. and be like, hi, my name is Jessica. You don't know me, but I've been stalking you on Facebook for years, the past 10 years. <laughs> and um, I would love it if you came on my podcast. And all of them have said yes. Well, and the other part of it too is it's so cool because social media and podcasting, I might add, puts you on like this even playing field with 
everyone, you know, like, so if you get on Apple and you search for podcasts on healing, you're going to see us show up right next to somebody that has like 60,000 downloads, you know, because it evens the playing field like that. And to be genuine and to be yourself and for us to be creating something that's like powerful and positive out in the world, really creative super famous, you know, like people want to be involved with that. You know, they're drawn to it. It's authentic. So I guess I would put it out there that like you have been working towards getting the kind of invite that you got to go to this award show because you were willing to build the relationships. And it wasn't like this palm up approach where you were like, Hey, what can you do for me? You know, like it's and I feel like that part of like patience of cultivating something, growing something. Like you said, we've been doing this podcast for a year now. Like who knows where it's going to be in three years? You know, like who knows where it's going to be in five years? It all compounds on top of each other. And it's because the intention is like real, authentic and pure. So, and I'm so excited that you're going, even though I can't go. Um, I know I'm so bummed, but I think it'll be really good for me. Obviously it's going to be great for you. And you know, like I just got back from Costa Rica without you. I know. So there's going to be lots of things that, you know, we can go and represent on different fronts, but I'm so excited for you to go to the show and to get to hang out with creative hairdressers that are fun and awesome. And, uh, yeah, probably going to need an extra set of hands. Yeah. So up leveling your crew. Yeah. Is definitely a big part of it. But can we also talk about like energy drainers and energy sucks and how hard that is to, cause you know, like you only have so much energy to expend out in all of these areas. And some of the people that need that energy are non-negotiables. Like you, you're obviously going to be there for your kid, right? for your family, for your, you know, like that there's all of these things that are um, dependent on you showing up a hundred percent. But there are some things and some people in some circumstances that are extremely draining of energy. I call them emotional vampires. Yes. (laughs) Um, I've known quite a few of them in my life. Same. (laughs) What do you do with that? I used to drink. (laughs) A lot. Yeah. Um, When I would have a day with an emotional vampire. Or several. Or several. I would finish work. I would go to your house mm. and I would drink all night. It was margarita night. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't do that anymore. Um, but, you know, um, the more I get into this, I think the more comfortable I get in putting up that boundary and shutting that down. Um, not in a mean way and not being a jerk. It's just... Um, for example, I've had a couple situations behind the chair lately where, um, people talk about these crazy ass conspiracy theories. Mm. And I think, you know, if that's what you want to believe, that's fine, but I'm not going to sit there and, um, nod my head and smile while you do it. I just have said, um, I I had one in particular, whatever, we're not going to go into the conspiracy theory. It doesn't matter. But, um, she just kept on like badgering me about it and being like, Jessica, did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know Jessica? And like, I was trying to be nice and like, just not respond. (laughs) 
and hope that she would pick up on the fact You're that I was making me go there uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, finally, I just said, no, I don't believe any of that. And for the sake of our professional relationship, I think we don't need to talk about this right yeah. now. Period. End of story. Because I love you and I love doing your hair. Right. But this is something that you and I are not going to see eye to eye on. Yeah. And it's better for us to move on around it. Yes. Can we talk about things we both love now? Yes. Puppies and yeah, right. like rainbows, whatever. Right. right. Like, <laughs> bring it back in. And Laurie, I've never had the balls to do that with a guest, especially someone be paying done. me because yeah. I've always had this view of like... Well, it's their time. They're paying me. So I'm just like held hostage and I just have to sit there and take it. And the older I get, I'm like, no, I don't have to sit there and take it. So be aware of what you're doing to your hairdressers right. and service providers, by the way. Like, stop that or shit. Or your waiters or yes. the people that are doing any kind of service for you. Like, Just because you're paying them doesn't mean they have to hear your bullshit. Oh my God. It's really, really difficult to... Be in that and being in service in general, I feel like means something in this time where everybody is so polarized, you know, and yeah. like so pushed to their opposite corners about things. Um, let's talk about up leveling spiritually because mm-hmm. spiritual up level is like, whoo, we've been going through that, haven't we? Big time. <laughs> and just like, you know, you mentioned what we used to do was get together and have drinks, you know, like. Many drinks. Many. <laughs> Until we felt better. Better about right. things. Air like, better. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to be real upfront. Last six months, probably like some of the hardest times of my life. Not a lot of drinks. No. And I think that that is because of the spiritual up level, you know, that um, before my capacity to tolerate the bullshit and to look at like what was going on in my life felt very out of control. There felt like all of these circumstances I couldn't control, you know? And over the last six months, I've been able to put things in a space of, you know, like, oh, I couldn't live with that. So I removed that from my life. And now I don't feel the need to control all of these things, you know, like I'm systematically changing the things that are so difficult. Um, and it creates new difficulties, and I can take it, I guess, you know, like that I be, you become spiritually tougher the more that you rely on things like, okay, so how do I feel right now doing this? Where's my vibration at? You know, like what kind of frequency am I projecting? And if I can't get to a place where I can make that higher, better, feel good, something has to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are really difficult decisions. They're really, really difficult. But... I do feel spiritually stronger now and able to take the shit when it comes flying. And, you know, like so often that means putting myself out there in ways that I'm not totally comfortable with, you know, or being uh, ready to handle judgments or questions or uh, people not believing in what I'm doing or saying or being, you know, and all of those things. If you have that spiritual toughness and you have that like inner connection that you know you're doing what's right for you, then all of that other stuff kind of falls into place. Um, and I do feel better without the drinks, you know, like, um, but I also think that has to do with like a spiritually up-leveled crew. Like we were talking about, you know, yeah, like I wouldn't be. the people be, that we've been yeah. hanging with lately, mm-hmm. it definitely helps. And I'm glad that you 
brought all this up because um, I think that when someone is going through, you know, and I have mixed feelings about the term spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. but we'll just use it for the sake of argument. Sure. When someone's going through a spiritual awakening, um, I was just having this conversation with a good friend of yours and mine the other day, um, because she's kind of experiencing this in her relationship that, um, it's really hard for the people who love us to watch us go through that because, um, you know, in case of a spouse, like you're no longer that person that they fell in love with all those years ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, so she was talking to me about that a little bit and, you know, was like, I'll just, you know, give him the space. And I was like, the space and the grace. Oh, yeah. Because you're making all these changes and all these shifts, honestly, very quickly, um, because you feel it so innately right in every fiber of your being. And for the first time in your life, you're... You feel right, um, you know, and this person wants you to be happy, but they're also like, whoa, this isn't the girl that I married. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Um, and that those people are going to stick around. They just have to get used to it. But if they're going to make you feel bad about it, then that's a whole other thing. Um, it's just, it's hard, I think, being someone on the outside looking in and being like, who is she? Whether that be in a relationship, a friendship, a family member, whatever it is. Well, because a spiritual awakening a lot of times requires you to come home to yourself and to quit denying yourself and to start listening to yourself and acting on those things. And like, I know for me, for example, like I hadn't been doing that in so many areas of my life for a very long time. So people who knew me well were completely taken off guard when one day I was like, okay, no more. I will not abandon myself. I will not follow, you know, my heart. I am taking actions in a totally different method now. Before I used to do that because of all of these things that aren't even real and don't even matter to me anymore, you know? And and not everybody does it that immediately, but when you see what you've been doing and what it's done to you, there just becomes this like line in the sand where you are not willing to do it anymore. Mm. And yeah, that shit is terrifying for the people that know you and love you and don't get right off the bat what you're doing. Right. And it's important for people like our friend who's going through this to not feel alone, to have that crew to be like, okay, these people know what I'm going through and they understand and, um, you feel like you don't have to hide that part of yourself. Right. Well, in that, you know, be real, not everybody's going to stick around as you do that, but the right people stick around Mm -hmm. because what happens to you is you're so much happier, you know, and you have this like thing that exudes from you that the people who really love you and want what's best for you wouldn't want you any other way besides that, you know, like they see what's happening and it's okay. Even if they don't understand it, you know, like Mm -hmm. even if it's kind of fuzzy. So yeah, hundred percent right. People will stick around. 1000. What's next about our, uh, I was just looking on our list here. Um, Let's see. 
mean, we talked a little bit about lifestyle and what it means to up level, but like when I think about lifestyle up levels, I think about like the day I decided that I would never live in another apartment again. Yeah. You know, where I was like, I will not walk my dog down three flights of stairs to go to the bathroom four times a day. You know, like yeah. I don't want to carry groceries up the stairs, uh, you know, like I don't. Part of apartment life. Yeah. I'm like I just could not do apartment life anymore. I don't want to fight for a freaking parking place. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want a house with a backyard so I can open the door and the dog can go out. And so I can go from my garage to my kitchen, you know, like all of those things got really important to me. And yeah, there was just a day where I was like, whatever it takes, I have to make an extra two, three, 400 bucks a month to afford rent to be able to do that done. You know, like I'll figure it out. Yeah. Or, um, you know, like driving beat up cars with my rearview mirror taped on, you know, like that there was just one day where I was like, I'm not Not going to do this anymore. Like I won't. (laughs) And so it was the decision, you know, like I made the decision that that wasn't my reality anymore. And I was going to up level lifestyle wise, which is funny because I feel like no matter what you do, once you get lifestyle upgrade that you want, there's always more. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if there'll ever be like this stopping place, you know, where, where you're like, I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> where you shift into a different mindset that this is now what my new minimum is and everything else rolls around that. So sometimes lifestyle upgrades are, yeah, like the carrot that dangles, you know, and as soon as you and make don't that let decision. anybody make you feel bad about that, though. No. Hell no. Again, like what feels good to you? Because some people love living in a high-rise apartment where they have to walk multiple flights of stairs because it's good for them for, you know, like everybody wants something different. It's not, um, which is what's so cool about wanting what you want. Yeah. Like you're supposed to have it. That whole guilt and shame thing about Mm. what, that's not, it's not okay. No. It's low vibe thinking. Yeah. So what do we have to do in order to up-level in all of these lives? You know, like what practices go into place that help you raise your vibration and jump to your next level? Well, I feel like setting an attention has to be part of it. I mean, it's got to be the beginning of all of it. Mm -hmm. You have to be specific and put out there what you want. Um, It seems really simple, but writing it down. Yeah. You know, like we did a three, six, nine, uh, meditation for a while Mm -hmm. where we had like a intention that we would write down three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon and nine times at night. And you did that for 21 days. I liked it. I I actually was thinking the other day I want to start it. I know. Um, because just putting that intention out there, like it's so much less about, do I get what my intention is at the end of the 21 days and more about how it feels to be constantly reminded and brought back to this intention that many times in a day for three weeks in a row, you know, um, that at the end of it, you believe what you're writing down, you know, like, you know, that you deserve it. You know, that it's on its way to you, all of these things. And then at the end of 21 days, you start over again with something else. Yeah. Um, I remember when we were doing it, I would start in the mornings and I'm not a morning person. I'd be like, money comes to me frequently and easily. And then by the afternoon, I'd be like, money comes to me frequently and easily. Yes, it does. And then by the evening I was like, you know, and I was just like into it, um, that it definitely raised my vibration around that idea. And yeah, when you write something down enough times, you're like, 
hell yes, I believe it because that energy is shifting from you to the pen, to the paper, out into the universe. Mm -hmm. And once you put something out there to the universe, it's really hard to take it back. And it's so funny because like, I feel like it did me the most good when I was the most exhausted Mm -hmm. or when it just like seemed like so much effort to put pen to paper. And I was like, oh my God, to write that nine times before I I go to bed, I'm just going to collapse, you know? But by the time I got to like the fifth or sixth time, I was like, okay, this feels good. Like I can feel it. It's a... It's inside of you, you know, like getting it out. So I recommend if you do that exercise, don't make your intention too long. (laughs) Right. We had a couple long ones (laughs) that I was like, oh my God. Eliminate as many words as possible. Like keep it concise. Um, I wanted to say I took a sound bath class Mm. or did a sound bath um, a few years ago. And we were talking about um, visualizing whatever your intention is, your goal, your, what you're trying to manifest and the lady doing the sound bath, which if you guys haven't done one, oh my God, so amazing. highly recommend. She said, so if you're trying to manifest driving a red convertible with the air flowing through your hair, speeding down the highway or whatever, she said, you better be really specific with that because Maybe one day you get an executive assistant job where, guess what? Your boss drives a red convertible and you're driving the convertible, I don't know, to the mechanic for him because he doesn't have time to do it. And it's like, you never said to the universe that you wanted it to be your convertible. Right. You know, so if you're just thinking like, I want to drive a red convertible, well, you better be really specific on what that looks like yeah. and how that feels because driving someone else's car feels totally different than driving your driving own. your own, yeah. And the amount of work and time it takes to be able to afford whatever red convertible it is. And I just thought, wow, that's a really um, true and somewhat funny kind of concept that, yeah, like you're trying to manifest all these things that will up-level you and make you better, But if you're not really specific with the universe on what that is, Mm -hmm. universe will give it to you. It just may not come how you want it to. It'll probably never come the way you think it's going to, you know, like, and sometimes where you're headed is not where you think you're going, you know, Mm -hmm. like, um, wanting the thing is just like a stop on the path to what you really want. And that's what I love about things like the three, six, nine meditation, or even, um, the I am journal where you like get up every day and you write out your intention and the specific things that you're going to do to get to that intention. Um, and then at the end of the day, you write down gratitude stuff like that. When you do a journal like that daily, you start to refine your intention, Mm -hmm. you know, like after writing it for a few days, you're like, Hmm, is that really what I mean? Or do I mean this? Is that really what I want or do I want it like this, you know? And then you're able to get more specific because, yeah, I could write you a laundry list right now of things that I was asking for that I got. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, (laughs) I meant that. About that. But maybe not quite like that. You know, like maybe I meant more like this. Um, So, yeah, being specific is huge. What else do we got to do to get to our up level? Um, You have to think and feel as if. Like right now. So... Let's see. What is a specific intention that I'm working right now? This idea of living 
50-50, right? So 50% of the time I would like to be at a beach, probably a Costa Rican beach is kind of where I'm at. And then 50% of the time I'll be, you know, like in Fort Worth doing my Texas thing. And how that feels to bounce, you know, like how that feels to have multiple places to keep up with businesses that operate in both places, what that looks like, you know, how exciting it is to be able to get up and go walk on the beach every morning, you know, how good it feels to have the circle of friends and be able to navigate both things at the same time. How does that feel in my body? How grateful am I for having it? How excited I am to get up every day and experience it? Like I have to feel like that today, not it'll be great when, because then it'll always be great when, Mm -hmm. you know, like you have to have the feelings because that's what the universe responds to, you know, like it doesn't respond just to your thoughts about it. It feels when you can vibrate at the same level as what you want, it can't help but come to you, you know, like, and so thinking and feeling as if right now. Love that. Um, for me, it would be like, You know, there's this thing in the hair industry, like being a six-figure hairdresser is Mm. like the ultimate, you know? And um, because the average median income for a hairdresser is actually in the 30,000s. I want to say it's like (laughs) between 32 and 35,000. Right. Um, So to make any more of that, you're doing pretty good. But to be a six-figure hairdresser, that's like an elite status of hairdressers that people just think are like that that don't exist and are impossible. Um, and something that even before, like long before you and I started doing this kind of work, something that you have always told me is, so start acting like one. Yeah. Start acting like a six figure hairdresser. What does that six figure hairdresser look like? How does she dress? Mm -hmm. What kind of car does she drive? How is she spending her time? What kind of TV shows is she watching? What kind of books is she reading? Um, you know, does she have the kind of schedule where she can pick her kids up from school? Does she go on vacations? Does she, you know, and that kind of helps me when I'm feeling really low um, vibrationally mm. um, that I'm like, a bitch who makes a lot of money doesn't feel and act this way. No. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> and it just like snaps me out of it. It also helps you like with this idea of, okay, so how does she prepare her station for her clients? Yeah. Like what do her foils look like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like what level of professionalism does she put out? Because it, especially when you're talking about something like doing hair, I mean, I can get a haircut for $10. But I've also paid $300 for a haircut, you know? So what's the difference between the $10 haircut and the $300 haircut is usually the way that that service provider shows up. Yeah. You know, the way that they are invested in what my outcome is. Making sure that I leave there, getting what I was after and knowing what to do with my hair, you know? Like all of these things change when you're talking about up-leveling. And a hairdresser that charges $300 a haircut is a lot more likely to hit six figures than somebody who charges 10, you know? like And so that up level in professionalism, and when it's about like what you dress, how you dress, it's 
everything to do about the way that you dress, how that makes you feel. Right. Because if you can show up at a different level because of the way that you look and that feels good to you, then everything else just falls, you know, like into place. So yeah, whatever it's going to take to get you to feel that level of six figures, then it comes right to you. Yep. I love it. Um, There was one more thing that I was looking at. Oh, just like trusting the divine timing and the unfolding of the universe, Mm. you know, like I specifically struggle with this where I get frustrated that things aren't happening on my timeline. Like, but I said, I wanted this and look at all this work that I'm doing and why aren't, why isn't it working, you know? And that everything is working for you when things aren't, the thing that you think isn't working out for you is actually already working out for you. And that whole, like, be firm about your goals and flexible about your methods. Mm. Like even figuring out how we want to do wellness and healing retreats. We're constantly having to like reevaluate and decide, you know, like how does this need to shift or redirect or evolve, you know, like all of those things. Our first retreat was a total success. And we still walked away from that going, oh my God, there's so much that needs to change. So much that needs to change. And thank God we did this to learn these things that we wouldn't have learned any other way, you know, and how often as humans, like we hit, because honestly, like first retreat massive success on so many levels. And I still feel like we walked out of there like limping and bleeding a little bit, know. you know, like at the end of it, I was like, oh my God, I, I feel like we walked out of a fire and my hair was yes. and you're like smoking a cigarette. It's like that. I felt like that Ben Affleck <laughs> meme where he's just like, <laughs> yeah. So how many times would Laurie 10 years ago Maybe just would have been like, you know what? Maybe this shit ain't for us. Right. <laughs> Perhaps we should just call it, you know, like yeah. that was rough, y'all. Um, but today I'm like, okay, redirect, you know, like yep. what did we learn? What needs to change? What kind of feedback are we getting? Like listening to the audience. And taking that feedback very seriously. Right. We have. And changing offerings in the future to accommodate these things that we are learning. So yeah, you have to trust that if it's not working out for you, it is working out for you and then having that like spiritual and mental strength to learn adjust continue all right i feel pretty good about up leveling like oh we just gotta go walk it yeah (laughs) it's also easy to talk about like now you just gotta go do it Thank you so much for joining us today, you guys. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, if this hit home for any of you or you think a friend needs to hear it, please share and, you know, continue to uplevel your life. Yeah. We want to hear all about it. You guys have a badass day. Thanks, guys. Bye.